Welcome to The Sounding Board, where school counselors share ideas. This podcast is brought to you by the Utah School Counselor Association, and you're listening to episode number five. I'm Nate Webb, a high school counselor at Twila High School, as well as a child advocate and host of my own podcast called Teaching Kindness. On this show this week, we speak with Leanne Elzey, 2020 USCA Counselor of the Year. Enjoy as she shares with us all of her mojo. This episode will provide lots of good insight to all school counselors and help us all work together. We can't wait for you to hear these ideas. Let's get to it. All right, we are so excited to welcome Leanne Elsie, our 2020 Counselor of the Year, to the podcast with us today. Thanks, Leanne. It looks like you're in your office today, too. I am, and thank you for having me. I'm happy to be here. Well, we are so, so, so excited you took time to talk to us. Um, Nate can't join us today. Um, You you all know the the world of school counseling, it ebbs and flows, and... (laughs) life continues whether we're doing a podcast or not so um we're just glad you took some time to uh to talk with us and um just fill us in on what's been going on um i i think some people kind of know about this award and what happens but a lot of counselors don't um so i have some questions for you that i thought could kind of start us off and then um we'll kind of go go from there so okay let's do it um, first off, 2020 has been wild. <laughs> I say the least. Good. Yeah. To say, I was like, that probably doesn't even cover it. So, um, you know, what are some things you guys have noticed for you that have been going really well with your school that maybe you didn't expect? Um, and then what are some things that are just still kind of that struggle, the things we're still kind of worrying about? Um, maybe it's a carryover from the spring or maybe it's a new something that we haven't really seen until you know now that we've been in you know COVID-19 time for almost 10 months um so the yucks and the yums is what I like to call them what what are the yums what are the things going really well um and what are the kind of yucks still for or so far I like that the yums and the yucks so yum I would say um for my school and my team and even our district this has given us an opportunity to really look at what we are doing as school counselors and um, really asking ourselves, is this what we really want to be doing, right? What do we want our kids to know? And really refining our practice in a way to say, how are we going to do this, not only in a normal school year, but with the COVID contingencies, we call them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good point that it's it's kind of an excuse to sort of um, really hone in on the essentials and are we doing those the best that we can in no matter no matter what the circumstance is um, and really really getting those really well and the things that were maybe bonus maybe it's okay we don't worry about them this year or they take a back seat uh, you know definitely and I would say really how can we simplify so that we can be the most effective right? Not take away what we have to do, but do them in a more effective way. And that, it takes a little wrestling to do that, but it's been good for us. For sure. I think that um, you're speaking to what a lot of teams are doing. It's the uh, working smarter, not necessarily harder, I think. Yes, yes, for sure. <laughs> That's great. I, um, how have you guys kind of, have you noticed some things that have really allowed you to really like, like this is the thing we really, really need to focus on versus something else? Well, that's a really good question. I think to start off the year, one of our 
I work at a junior high. So one of our main goals is how do we help with the transition for our seventh graders when they never got to even come into the school in the spring, you know? Right. <laughs> how do we do that? <laughs> and to really not have come in still, right? Because they're virtual for whatever reason. Right. Yeah. Right. Such a big adjustment on so many levels. And so we really wanted to take a look at, okay, how do we want to have our college and career ready appointments set up in a way that we could really um, talk to these kids, make sure they're doing okay, whether online or offline, you know, and um, anyway, so we had to really come up with an idea to do that while keeping a minimum amount of people coming in. Yeah. And uh, we, we came up with a way that we felt really good about. We, we let the parents know what we were doing. We made a Google form and we had them do an exercise at home where they had to have conversations and ask certain questions and fill out that form together. And then we invited the students to come in one-on-one -on -one and we went over the answers with them. And it was really awesome. That's awesome. It was a that parent piece with the kid. They're having that discussion, which is really what we are hoping happens anyway, right? And then you were able to follow up with the kids when they were at school to address whatever questions they had come up together with, with mom and dad. Yeah. And what Sorry, what we found was that um, having the kids one-on-one, -on -one, the seventh graders come in one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. we got more authentic discussion and answers because mom and dad weren't, weren't jumping in. And it was awesome. It was really, it was really good. So I love having parents come in, but we had an unexpected bonus of having those one-on-ones with kids where they felt like they had a chance to really talk to us one-on-one. -on -one it sounds like it just kind of built that relationship quicker in some ways with those kids because um, yeah, you know, kids act different around their parents, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, you just got to be with them and see what they wanted to talk about. Um, and that's cool. How long did it take you to do those? Would you say like an average of those appointments, 20 minutes, 30 minutes? Oh, how much we spent with the kids? Mm -hmm. oh, 10 or 15. So very um, doable. Like very, to do this, right? <laughs> very doable. It was so great. And we introduced ourselves in the video that went in, went home with the Google form. So they had a, a slight introduction to us and who we were. But it was so doable and it was great results. That was, awesome. was good. That's yeah. awesome. So a lot of the prep work kind of beforehand in that package that went home and then a recap of then you could just focus on the questions, which I can see how that could kind of make that meeting time more meaningful. Very, very cool. I, I'm asking lots of questions because I think people are going to be like, wait, how'd you do that? We want to do that too. <laughs> and that's why you're the counselor of the year. <laughs> I have a great team. We came up with it together and, you know, we're always happy to share with each other, right? Best practice or what works. For so. sure. For mm -hmm. sure. And in the show notes, I'll include your email. So if people have questions, um, they can follow up with you. Is that a good way to get a hold of you if they have questions or to call? What would be best? Email's great. Okay, we'll, we'll make sure we do that. So that is a delicious yum. I love that. Um, what are some of the yucks you've kind of seen so far in this very unique year? Oh, um, <laughs> I know it's hard to pick one. <laughs> Well, I just know there are a lot. <laughs> yeah, there are. Um, I think one of the hardest things, just I'll just give an example from today is, you know, I got an email 
from a parent who um, who has someone who had COVID, right? Who has it right now and who's in the hospital. And so, you know, you're not only dealing with just the regular struggles of kids growing up and in school, but there's a lot of people dealing with lots of levels of grief and frustration and how do you help them, you know? Yeah. And, and you send out emails to teachers and you think, oh, all of these teachers are working so hard to meet the individual needs of all of these kids. Yeah. And how do you work together as a team to do that is an opportunity, but definitely comes with its challenges. Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. So what would you kind of say is one of the ways sort of through that or around that to like, you're still coming to your job every day. You're still smiling, you know, like, and, and to me, I hear very loud and clear that you guys care about kids and kids are still first. So it's like, you know, what's kind of keeping you coming every day, even when things are really hard and, and keeping you kind of looking forward and keeping your head up, you know? I, I love that question, uh, Hillary, in so many ways, because I, I have found that when, uh, when I am working to help other people, that, that gives me something that I can hold on to, right? I can, if I'm actively involved in doing something to help, it, it, it helps me. I don't know exactly how to say that. Um, I think that's, I, I think that's kind of what um, is really important that you've kind of tuned in for yourself, that you know that you're, you helping other people is like your vitamin, right? Like your, your supplement that helps you do this really difficult work, you know, every day. And, and that gives you that boost that you're like, I know I'm making a difference. I feel it. This is helping me. Um, you know, and some people, it might be like, I got to make sure I get my workout in or what, you know, whatever that is. But I think that it's, it's kind of finding that thing for you that like, this is my, this is my reason for all of this. Cause I think sometimes it's hard or it's easy for us to actually for, forget. Right. And to just get kind of bogged down and all the weight of all the pandemic. Right. It's like always there. It's this backpack we're always wearing. And sometimes it's really light and there's nothing in there and sometimes it's just loaded to the to the max and those little insights of like you know helping this kid is helping me <laughs> and I'm going to do that because it it might sound selfish but it's not it's we can't help other people if if we don't know what to do to help ourselves to have that like forward thinking or that you know momentum to keep going um and I just hear so many people are so burnt out right now, or, you know, they're just like the adults aren't okay, you know? And so I think where it's, it's just so insightful to hear like that, this is the thing that helps me. And I think it's good for all of us to hear that stuff. You know, Hillary, when you were talking, it made me think we all the time when we're working with kids and people, we try to help them see what they can control because we spend so much energy on things we can't control. Yep. And when our world seems to be falling apart, I think for me coming to work is something I can do. It's a can do thing, right? For sure. And I also think that the connections that we make as a team, you know, not only as my counseling team, but as a school, those connections help fill our cup and yeah. give us 
some energy because when we feel lonely, we're exhausted, right? Yeah. It just drains, drains, drains. Right. And yeah, you're just, you're keeping your cup full, <laughs> like refilling it every day. Right. Yeah. And those, those positive connections and relationships are what do that are one of the things that do that. I, I absolutely believe that, you know, I always think of it too. It's like, you know, that's why we got into counseling was because we wanted these connection moments. It wasn't about all the other things that we do. <laughs> um, that's why we thought, I think being a counselor would be great. And I think I would want to do that is because of that, that connection and relationship that we could have with kids and their parents really to um, be just a little light in their lives. And, um, or even the person that just could answer a question that they were struggling with or wondering about, even if it felt like that was an easy question to deal with, but to them, it was like a big relief. Like I gave them some peace, you know? Yeah. A lot of times as counselors, I don't think we realize that we have something in our toolbox to offer that other people don't. And so it might not seem like a big deal, but to yeah. someone it really is, you know? Right. Perception is reality, right? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Yeah. That is, I, I love that. Um, okay. I don't want to embarrass you, but I want to transition a little. Okay. You are, uh, when we announced, we, we got to surprise you in May and come to your school. And I have to tell you, your, your district every, was so much fun to do this with because um, I think you know everybody there. They <laughs> worked with you. They all love you. And they were um, just as excited about surprising you with this award um, for counselor of the year as we were. And so um, we arranged to, just so you guys know, we arranged to go to her school in masks. This was May. So everyone was like not at school. We <laughs> had to get creative about why she would have to come in. And her principal <laughs> said there was a meeting she needed to come in to attend uh, about I don't even know what he told you but somehow he got you there and we were in the the library in the media center um, lined up with some confetti poppers and all in masks six feet apart and in comes Leanne with the principal and we shout surprise and <laughs> It was so great. So I have some video footage. This was after we told her she had won. Um, and I'll share this with you too, Leanne, so you can, you can see. Okay. Um, but I wanted to share this with everybody because I think it's such a touching moment, but also because um, she just uh, kind of gave some great advice that I wanted us to all talk about. So hopefully you can hear this. <laughs> Me too. And if you cry, I'm definitely crying. <laughs> can you hear it, Leanne? And I was crying because she was crying. So. And I see people, I think we've had connections um, in a lot of ways, and because of their friendship and mentorship and um, leadership and encouragement, um, every single day I think I've learned so much. Um, Shane was my first principal in one of our first um, evaluations. I said, what can I do to be a better counselor? And he said, learn your craft and find your passion. And um, I got that support from Jeff, from all of you, from the district, my, my good friends there, and from my team members over the year, and the very supportive administration 
um, along the way. And so I'm super grateful because of um, all the lessons I have learned and continue to learn by working with the best people ever. I love working in education. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So one thing I think you really point out is we, we are like, we just thrive when we're part of the team and you did such a good job of calling that out because I think it's hard for us sometimes as counselors to feel like, well, why am I getting all the accolades? I am just one person. Um, but there is a reason you were selected because you are amazing. You are astounding. You're a leader, you know, and yes, you work on a team. Um, but that team needs leadership and I think you've done a great job with that and um, so we wanted to acknowledge that but the other thing I really loved is how you were talking about spending um, that first evaluation with your principal and he gave you that advice of you know find your passion find your um, your craft and so I wondered if you you know, what would you say you have been your takeaways since that first evaluation? Well, first, I have to say to yourself, Brian, on, you know, <laughs> this thing, it's not easy to hear, but, um, but in addressing that, I mean, once in a while you get advice that just always stays with you. Yeah. And when he said, learn your craft, I thought, okay, that's, that's good advice. One is, is I really need to know what I'm supposed to do as a counselor. And I know that will come in time, you know, going into counseling, it's like putting a big puzzle together and it takes a few years for us to have it all click, right? Yes. But I, when he said, learn your passion, like find your passion, um, I thought about that for a long time. Like, what is my passion about this? And we talked about it earlier, right? Helping kids, being with kids and, and that. But I started realizing that um, my passion really became teaching kids about how to um, be good, kind human beings, that socially emotional learning piece and finding opportunities to do that. And how does that fit in the big picture of how we do our job and where we connect with that, you know? Yeah. And um, when the principal said, you'll find that your passion, like in that moment in our interview, you know, he said, your passion is what will give you the energy to do the work that you don't like so much or the hard parts of your job, you know? And are you seeing that now or what, you know, like, oh, yeah, so true. It, it, it really is. And it's actually really stretched me. I am, yeah. you know, to be a leader is not my comfort zone. I don't like to be just up in front of people or that responsibility. I really look at it as an opportunity for me to grow into mentor others but to also learn myself you know and to be a leader is quite a learning experience this year is a learning curve all the way for everyone but also how to lead people when things are hard yeah. is is quite challenging and and to not give up on the things we've started as counselors yeah. like we've made great strides yeah don't lose the momentum don't lose the momentum and when people say oh we're just in survival mode and i and i always think we are, and yet we can't go backwards. Everything in us, we have to move forward and we have to do what's best for kids. I agree with that. I, I think that's, you know, that's why you're the leader that you are is because you have that mindset and you help teach that to others that, you know, um, we, we don't just have to survive this. We can really learn from this. And I, 
you know, I've seen that too. There's things that it's like, wow, this is actually really cool. And we should keep doing this. <laughs> Why weren't we doing this before? Right. You know, and um, it's kind of forced us to have to kind of do that. But I think that speaks to you and the leader that you are um, in school counseling that you've seen that and you're, you're showing that, that as well. And that it's, it's um, important. And I think that passion, um, that's, if we're feeling a little drained, I think taking a minute to say, what is my passion? What is it about this job that's keeping me coming every day and keeping my cup full mm -hmm. and refilling it? Because um, mm -hmm. I think we're all going to have days where we're just, it's going to feel hard. And so how are we mm -hmm. going to refill our cup? I, I love that. And um, I, I thank you for sharing it. So you did kind of touch on some of the parts of our craft. Um, and I didn't really prep you for this one, but maybe what would, what would be like kind of the top three counselor essentials? Like these are the three things that you, you just got to be really good at. And if you're not quite good at that yet, get training, get learning, do the professional development, you know, what, what would be those things for you where you're like, that's going to, that's going to help you do this work every day. Yeah, that's a hard question because we do so much. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so much. You know, my first, um, the year after my internship, I was put in charge of the, um, the comp guidance review. It was comp guidance called that at the time, you know, and that was so overwhelming. But I have to say to, to have to be in charge of that or leading out on that mm -hmm. for my team, um, for several years really helped me just understand how all the pieces fit together. Yeah. And it took a little while, but when you can, when you can dig in and see how the pieces fit together, things start making more sense and it gives you purpose and direction. You know, it's not just checking things off. It's like, Oh, this actually kind of is good and makes sense. <laughs> yeah. And how are, are we doing that well? Or are we just checking the box or how could yeah. we do that better? For yeah. more kids and not just one or two. Yes. And so, so while that's not the most exciting essential, I do see such value in that. Yeah, I agree 100%. Um, I think also, well, this goes back to what that first principal told me. He said, you're going to keep putting tools in your toolbox. You know, counselors need to be forever learners. Yes. And, and every don't you think right Absolutely. our job is changing always right oh, yep always changing and so anytime we take a class and we learn something new we put that in our toolbox and we become more effective um i am such a different counselor than i was oh no are you there hillary i am can you, i can still hear you okay i can't see you is that okay i yes i can see you everything sounds good on my side so i'll try to <laughs> you're still good keep going okay <laughs> and don't so worry I, I can fix that <laughs> okay perfect so um okay and I lost my train of thought so um we're forever learners counselors are, are forever learners oh. constantly learning adding to our tools thank you yes I really I guess what I was just going to say is we have to look at ourselves as that constantly learning and putting tools in our toolbox and I really every one of us is a different counselor this year than we were last year or the year before 
Um, I do things differently and, and I can honestly say, I know I'm doing them better because of the experiences that we've had and the collaborative nature of our work. Um, and I would, I would add that not only just being that forever learner, but I think the third thing is, is really developing those relationships of trust with everyone Yeah. to build that collaborative effort between students and parents, us and teachers, us and administrators, us and each other, I think to really learn how to build those relationships of trust become a very core integral part of us being successful. Definitely. I think you've tapped onto uh, something too that I didn't really know when I started is that, you know, counselors really are sort of the glue of a school because we're tapped into students, tapped into parents, tapped into the admin, tapped into the teachers, and we have to really work with all of these groups to have a successful program. And, you know, if um, one group isn't feeling connected with us, um, there's something we need to kind of look at and reevaluate and, and uh, recalibrate almost. That's like, okay, we need it. We need to address that. <laughs> so for sure. Very sage advice. Um, I think those are really good things. Um, the last thing um, would be just what's what's been happening with um, the 2020 Council of the Year celebrations. I know things look different <laughs> this year, just like everything else. Yeah, yeah. Maybe fill us in on like um, what you've been able to do and maybe what the kind of next things to come are so we can look forward to celebrating with you where we can. You know, I, that's a really good question. And um, we don't know either. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't have a lot of answers. I do know that we, we, we will be having the, the general, you know, typically we would go back to Washington, DC and we won't be doing that, but there will be um, some things done online where we get to celebrate together and learn from each other in an online venue. And um, yeah. More than anything, I think it's really t helped me take a look at uh, what I've learned and where I've been and what I want to, to keep doing and get better at, you know, and the opportunity to rub shoulders with other counselors, like to meet you and yeah. to meet other people is such an awesome thing to learn what other people are doing is that's the most meaningful thing um, for me about this award is just that opportunity to grow and stretch a little bit more. Yeah. Well, you have represented Utah very well. So thank you. So glad uh, that you won um, and that you've just, you've continued to just represent us um, right on par. I think we have a lot of amazing school counselors and you're right at the top of the list. So thanks for the work you're doing. We're excited to hear more. We may have to check in with you uh, after your <laughs> January online workshop. <laughs> and we're going to keep our fingers crossed that we can get together and go to Vegas together at the next national conference in, in June or July in the summer. So we'll see. We'll see what the world's still doing. But hopefully we get to celebrate together there too. So I look forward to it. Fingers crossed. That's, I know, everything, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, well, thank you for your time. I know um, counselors are busy and we want to be aware of your time and, and just thanks for taking some moments to talk to us and um, just share your light with us. It's been great to hear from you and learn from you today. 
Thank you, Hillary, and you too. Thanks for all you do. And it's great to represent, honestly, we have some amazing counselors in this state. And so that truly is an honor. So thank you. Thank you. You are fabulous. And um, thanks to everyone for listening today. We'll let you guys enjoy your day. Happy Monday. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Sounding Board. Email thesoundingboard at utschoolcounselor.org to send us your questions and ideas. If you like our podcast, please rate and review our show. It helps other counselors find us. Links and additional information for any references from today's episode are in our show notes. Check out our website at utschoolcounselor.org where you can listen to past podcast episodes, register for any of our professional development opportunities, and become a member of the Utah School Counselors Association. USCA members also receive a bi-monthly newsletter to stay up to date on current Utah school counseling news, events, and issues. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at UT School Counselor and on Twitter at USCA Tweets. The mission of the Utah School Counselor Association is to support professional school counselors in their work for students through advocacy, professional development, recognition, and support. This podcast would not be possible without the support of our members. We'll have more ideas to share with you next week. Let's go.